the film series that won't die. Over 40 movies, one house, actually several houses, and cursed artifacts. If there's even that much of a connection. Welcome back to the Amityville Horror Podcast. I am Tom. I am Pat. This week it's Christmas. Yeah, we are doing because uh, we're we're trying our best to watch these in the order of release. Every so often, something's not available right away. Um, it's air quote released by its official release date or you know, whatnot, but there's no actual viable way. So we move to the next one. This one was released before Amityville Thanksgiving. Uh, Amityville Thanksgiving was put out in the beginning of November. Christmas Vacation was in September they put this one out. I guess so it had time to find its audience. Thanksgiving comes before Christmas. I understand, but the Thanksgiving one is from uh, the... Oh, God. Uh, Sean Phillips and that crew. And I think they were making it by deadline, whereas this one... I believe is the only one they were working on, so they were able to concentrate and not have to do three or four at once. I'm not making ex- I am making excuses. My concern that. is that if we make our audience aware of anything confusing, they will become confused as to why they're listening in the first place. Oh, gotcha. We, we don't we we don't want to like tug on that thread and let them start thinking about why we're doing what we're doing and what more importantly why they are listening. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. I think part of it was me letting them know that the insanity of this isn't just watching the movies, but it's actually having to research them Ugh. and. Yeah, stay organized about them. <laughs> and that we are doing our due diligence to make sure that we're keeping an eye out for as many of these as we can. Checking not just IMDb oh, or Wikipedia or fan forum pages or whatever. But I think we found that this one, like literally looking at Tubi last week, looking yeah, for we, the movie uh, we This was doing. accidental. Yeah. And, you know, not for nothing, it looks like the movie itself may be accidental. This is written or directed and starring Steve Rudzinski and is only 47 minutes long. Yeah. Um, it was listed on IMDb as a feature uh, when I was pulling that because we've been trying to avoid anything labeled a short. Yeah. For now, anyway. I, I mean, 47 minutes, that's closer to a movie than not. It is, but uh, the original feature designation was 60 minutes. Sure. Um, because over 60 minutes, you were above the title, mar- you, were, you were top marquee, and then shorts and cartoons and newsreels mm-hmm. were non-feature. But feature-length film, as far as I know, it's 60 minutes or more, like mm-hmm. Army of Darkness, 75 minutes. Um, Bad Moon, like... Same, like 75, 76 minutes. There are feature length films that definitely barely clip over an hour that That's, came to theaters. I still can't have trouble believing Army of Darkness is only 75 minutes. Well, it long. depends on the edit. Fair. But well, what is the longest version of it? I think maybe coming up on an hour and a half, but there it's still go. pretty damn short. Well, yeah, no, it's not. Well, it used to be, well, that used to be just a normal length of a movie. Usually things 90 d- minutes. Yeah, 90 to, didn't not, have to yeah. be two hours. Like, we didn't have mm-hmm. two-hour-long comedies because most premises, most action premises cannot be sustained for 90 minutes, let alone a comedic one. Yeah, like the Blues Brothers going over two hours was already, this is an epic movie. Yeah. And a lot of musical numbers. And a lot of musical numbers. Like, there's a lot in that yeah. two hours. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying it's bloated. 
no, 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 no. But, you know, it, 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 it mm-hmm. can get by on it's like there's at least, what, 30 minutes of that two hours is singing. Right. So there is that. Yeah. Uh, last night I rewatched 2001. A Space Odyssey. That's the one. <laughs> and they left the intermission in on HBO. Oh, nice. Um, that just adds a layer of class to a it movie. Really I it really does. It, it speaks to how little class I have that, that <laughs> impresses me. But it's like, ooh, this movie has an intermission. Well, it's it was nice because, one, it reminded you that that used to be a thing. It used to be a thing. Two... Um, it resets the tone for the movie. They basically play some score for, you know, mm-hmm. like two, three minutes. And it kind of, yeah, it reboots your mentality on the movie. So when it jumps back in, it didn't need the quick jump continuity. It, it could just, yeah. it could be a new chapter. Yeah. And that movie, including the intermission and the fact that the score continues to play after the credits have finished rolling for several minutes. It plays the full blue Danube. Like, yeah. one time a buddy was was coming over to hang out, and I, it was, like, just at the end of uh, 2001. Mm-hmm. And then I was doing other stuff. He's like, I just want to finish this. He's like, oh, yeah, no, cool, cool. And I didn't realize it plays the whole blue Danube. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's Strauss. We're doing this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just, I mean... Mankind has ended, and the you know the songs of the spheres go on or whatever. Like there's, but that movie with an extra several minutes of score after the credits are done, mm-hmm. and an intermission came in at like two twenty five, two hours twenty five minutes. Ooh. That is a short Marvel movie now. It is a short Marvel movie. No intermissions anymore. We do not get intermissions. You know, it would it would be nice if they if we would. Like, oh, it'd be fantastic. I, remember, I saw Lawrence of Arabia in the theater. That had an intermission, which was beautiful. But um, the I saw the Hateful Eight, the super long version, mm-hmm. when they were doing that tour of that. And uh, so that had an intermission as well. Hey. I mean, Avatar. The new Avatar is over three hours long Christ. and mostly surrounded by water for anyone with a, any bladder issues. Yeah. You're looking at splashing water for three freaking hours. God. No intermission. That happened to me when I saw The Descendants, that uh, George Clooney uh, Hawaii yeah. movie. Came out of that movie, it had to make a beeline for the bathroom. Yeah. And, like, the trick I use is... Salty popcorn. I will usually get a like, depending on the length of the movie, up to a medium popcorn for myself. Mm-hmm. Dehydrate myself. I thought you were gonna have some elaborate plan to pee in the empty bag. Oh god, bag. No, that's <laughs> disgusting. I know. That's why I was like, "What's uh, where I, are we going?" I worked at a movie theater and we found stuff like that. I'm not. I wish I was kidding. Uh, but that aside, if no. It's, just, if it's over two hours, it should have an intermission. It should. Just like, just also, you can make your movie over two hours. It's that's fine. Just mm-hmm. well, no, it's not fine, but it's what it is. Yeah. But intermission, if you love a guy, and there's there's the argument of give them their money's worth. They're paying twenty bucks. Yes. Okay. Cool. Make an incredibly entertaining hour and a half. Or yeah, just um, saying. And you know what? You don't have to make as much money if you don't spend all that money making your movie twice as long as it could be. No, we want all that money. But they could get all that money out of two movies. Mm, no, we want all of that. Uh, money. Yeah. 
it just seems like uh, it seems like a lot of eggs in baskets at once. Yeah. To completely just whatever that metaphor. And, and blah, Disney blah, blah, has all of the eggs in baskets. So what are really you talking about? Yeah. It's, do, do you still love those Marvel movies? Hour and a half. In and out. Ah, I miss the hour and a half. I, I like that Netflix, you know, they'll have those movies where they put, it's only an hour and a half. And I'm like, that shouldn't be a selling point. But, but it's hell yeah, totally it is. a selling point now. I could watch two of these in a night. Yeah. Yeah. We could watch three of these uh, Amityville Christmas Vacation movies. 47 minutes. That's, yeah, that's short. Uh, All right. So, Christmas Horror, since this uh, is going to be our horror. chance to talk about it. Who was I? I was talking to somebody who was saying that's not a real genre. Oh, I was talking about, yeah, one of my friends, one of our, like a mutual friend uh, with other friends. I have friends outside of you, Patrick. Right. Sorry. But they, he was saying it's like Christmas horror is not a real thing. It's like none of, like none uh, of these popular Christmas horror movies, well, they all could have taken place at a different time of year. All right. First off, Christmas horror is what launched modern horror. Black Christmas. Yeah. Just exactly. right there. Oh, yeah. The no. first holiday horror oh, movie al- was not Halloween. He also hates slashers. Well. Oh, no. And joy. He also hates joy in okay. film. Okay. It, it's a thing. Just if your whole argument is this doesn't count because I don't want it to, it yeah. doesn't hold up. Yeah, no, I know. Because it's, like, he even said, like, he even tried to pull that, like, Gremlins could have been set at a different time of year. And I feel like we may have even discussed this. I don't know if it was on air or off, but the fact Gremlins is about... I think American we, I, I, consumerism. We, I think this came up off, yeah. uh, off off of the recorder. Gotcha. But yeah, it's it starts with a holiday gift. Yeah. Um, things are shut down because of the holidays. There's a snowstorm, and a lot of that's ambiance. Yeah. But it's about American gimme culture, and it's about consumerism, and it's about appropriation, and it's about all of these other things that are Christmas. Yes. Not the not the sweet side of Christmas. No. But that's why the I think so side. many of us love that movie. It's so good. There's a zillion different reasons to like to love Grandma. Absolutely. I still prefer right. the second one, but it depends on the day. Yeah. Jack Frost, the horror movie Jack Frost. Right, which came out the same year as the Michael Keaton one. <laughs> um, uh, oh, I love. I like a lot of Killer Santa movies. The uh, Santa Slay Goldberg. Oh my God. Evil Jason Voorhees Santa. Like, the whole movie's fun, yeah. and, like, Dave Thomas from uh, SCTV and mm. Strange Brew mm-hmm. as the mayor, I believe. I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the opening kill scene... Oh, my God. It's just... It's, let's just do this. We, we're going to give you what you want first, and then give you what you want yeah. more afterwards. You see in the credits, or, like, on the video box, oh, this movie has an all-star cast, including... Chris Catan, Fran, Fran Drescher, Jimmy Kahn. All right, all right. But like Rebecca Gayhart, Rebecca Gayhart, <laughs> and the opening scene is this family, this annoying family having Christmas dinner, and then this evil Santa Claus just kills them all so brutally. Yep, it, it's essentially like the beginning of Punisher Warzone, but with Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like, here's all these cameos of these people you're not sure you should care about. And like, I mean, some of them individually may have their yeah. fan, base, fan bases. I know Jimmy, a lot of nanny uh, fans. Jim, Jimmy Conn's kind of popular. Jimmy Conn's also. Awesome. <laughs> like, like, but that's the thing is, like... I mean, people like James Conn, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but it was definitely... We could just say, not a lot of people... A lot of people were very happy to watch Chris Kattan get murdered in that movie. 
It was sort of satisfying. It was. Some of us had sat through Corky Romano. You know, here's the goofy thing. I have never found Chris Kattan funny. Mm -hmm. I love him in dramatic roles. He's great in House on Haunted Hill. Okay, yeah. He was was good in that. You ever see Monkey Bone? I did not like him in that. (sighs) Okay, that's fair. Monkey Bone is one of those, I'd never argue with people that have anything negative to say about it, because mm-hmm. you're probably right. I, I, I thought he work, it worked for me when he when Brandon Fraser's character is possessing him. I thought he did a pretty good job. Gotcha. But yeah, I, 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 I will never argue with yeah, you about and it. And it has been many, many years, but on paper, that movie should have been everything for me. Yeah. And it, I just, I... I oh, it's not a good movie. Yeah. It's not. It, it's, it's sort of like the Drop Dead Fred thing, where it's like... Everything about this is what I want. Yeah. I hate this movie. Yeah. You get... So the Santa Slay, solid. Yeah. Oddly uh, enough, Monkey Bone, not yet really stung, you know, a Criterion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, hey, who knows with this whale movie, people... Dude, we're going to get a Monkey Bone Blu-ray because movie studios will be scrounging for Brendan Fraser shit. I don't want that one at the top of the list. I oh, want, it's going to be at the top of the list. It's going to be at the top of the list. I want 40 minutes of unseen uh, footage from Georgia the Jungle. I'm into that, too. Because that movie is hysterical. I agree. Um, but, dir- but uncut director's cut of monkey bone. Uh, you let me know how it on, is. On, I'll borrow On 4K. <laughs> All right. You get it for Christmas and lend it to me. Anyway. Um... Christmas horror. The entire Silent Night, Deadly Night series uh, has been pretty well talked about over the years, but... I love seeing in Walmart right now, they got uh, the Vestron video three-pack of uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, 4, and 5, and then, like, on the box, parentheses, the good ones. It says that on the box. Okay, but it's just like I'm saying. It's like, oh, you couldn't, you guys couldn't have done. Like, if they had, you, you, they could have. So that's like what, uh, twenty, maybe a twenty five dollar thing for the the three pack. You could have easily sold a thirty dollar set if you just put the first two in there. Like they're selling them separately. Yeah, but it's like just just put them all together. Well, the thing is, first off, if you buy one and two separately, you're an idiot. I know, but. It's completionist. For, completionist. It, on the off chance anybody out there doesn't know, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 is roughly 30% Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 1. Hey. Literally just footage from the first movie. The good parts. Yeah. And originally they wanted to make the whole movie just reuse the footage from the first one. That's <laughs> not possible. I love that they tried. But, anyway. but yeah. So one and two um, obviously follow the same story. Three wraps up that story, arguably. And then four is a something else and five is a something else. So by doing that three pack, you're literally saying, here's a Silent Night, Deadly Night trilogy, part three of the previous trilogy, and yeah. then two other things. Dang, what? No, that's for any sort of collector mentality. That is just cruel. It is. It's stupid. And what it it flies in the face of just the the ongoing trend of we've been getting like really nice uh, Blu-ray like whole franchise box sets. Like in the last Mm -hmm. three or four years, like don't get me wrong, the Jason one is. Just yeah. on a different level, but uh, there's been a really good Resident Evil set. There's all, all the Final Destinations. Um, I know. I picked, oh, all the Saws. 
yeah. up until uh, it came out before the Spiral movie. So it's right. all yeah. the saws up until that point. And I was like, this is, yes, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. And, but no, yeah. Silent Night, Deadly Night. Which no, I they just care. broke it into the, in, into the weirdest division possible. Like, it's a very clearly money grab one, but it's like, guys, you're shooting your... I don't yeah, you could, have, you could have done this in a way that people would have cared. It's like, okay, you've done it this way. I guess I'll just buff, like, track down part two, and then I'll just get the one that I want. Like, yeah. you, there was no way I was going to buy these on their own, and now you put them all on their own. Yeah. What's weird is that two has so much footage from the first one, and it's all the good parts of the first one, but somehow it winds up being a worse movie. I don't know. Does it? It's it's Silent Night, Deadly Night's not a good movie. Neither one of them are good. No, but that's why I'm like, worse? Like, the second one, the guy is so entertainingly crazy. Yeah, it's true, and it does have Garbage Day. And it's got, like, I'm not, and not just, like, obviously Garbage Day, but I think he's just fun to watch throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Whereas, like, the uh, the guy in the first one, like, he gets the job done, but it's like, well, he was available. Yeah. What else do we got? Uh, oh, well, Krampus. Krampus. I love Krampus. I love Krampus. Uh, I haven't gotten the, the, the super duper cut yet. I haven't gotten around to that. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And it's, you know, tons of bonus features on there. So. Mm-hmm. Um, More Michael Doherty ho- uh, holiday themed horror. I'm into please. it. Well, he's um, he's actively working on Trick or Treat 2, I believe. I, mean, I think that's finally coming together. Fingers crossed. Yeah. We shall see. Um, he says as he looks over at his perpetual shrine to trick or treat and Sam. Yeah. It's okay. It's right. There. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It was around here somewhere. Yeah. Um, there's uh, what is it? Deadly Games. There's a couple Deadly Games movies out there, but one of them was originally Dial Code Santa Claus slash. Uh, Dial thirty six fifteen Par Noel. Slash. It's it's had a ton of names. It's that one years. on show, uh, it's that one on the Joe Bob special two two years ago. Right, which on is Home Alone. Home Alone a year before Home Alone, um, but treated as an actual home invasion horror movie. I should like that movie more, but I just don't. I love it. Like I like I love the vibe of it, but mm-hmm. when I like pay attention to what's happening, it just something doesn't work for me. Okay, why? I, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's... I keep watching it, so yeah. I must secretly... I think subconsciously I love it, but my conscious mind yeah. is having trouble, and I'm just well, pulling my way through it. It goes for being an upsetting horror movie. It goes for being scary, and with the Home Alone vibe to it, I think there's this sense that there should be some comedy or playfulness yeah. or like it doesn't go like Violent Night uh, from this year has the playfulness and yeah it's it's more upbeat it's fair yeah Violent Night though yeah I haven't seen that one yet oh my god it's yeah. fun it okay. is so much fun and it references a ton of not just Christmas horror but mm-hmm. like references Die Hard 1 and 2 a lot of this Die Hard 2 this is the David Harbour one yeah right? okay there was another one or oh yeah Cineflix I watched the Cineflix list for the best the top 10 horror Christmas things and there was oh. like one that was more of an anthology one that was recent but I forgot um, what the name was yeah, there have been a couple of those like pop up on Shutter or Tubi or um, there's like one called Holidays, but it's just got a Christmas segment amongst right, a right, bunch right, of right. others. Yeah. 
Um, I do like Top Code Santa Claus, though. It's not bad. Yeah. Like, they are cra- I mean, that guy is legit crazy. Yeah. If he really is something to watch, this, mm-hmm. the, this homeless guy that just wants to be Santa in the worst way. Yeah. And is now the worst Santa. Mm-hmm. Much more so than the non-horror bad Santa. Um, oh, my God. There was... I know we're forgetting something. Because, like, Black Christmas, they've done three versions. Yes. I still stand by the first one. Is I still only seen the first one. Yeah. The other ones are... Fine. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Uh, they kind of like, they're, I forgot them. Surprisingly, Shane Black did not set The Predator during Christmas. Yeah. Which was, I think he just, I mean, you, you maybe it was like in the studio contract. It's like, we're going to give you as much free, freedom, creative freedom as you want. No, not at Christmas, though. No Christmas. Just not just, Christmas. Just and this so time. It's set during Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, all right, fine. Fine. Masks, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, it just, that movie sucked. I want the director's cut. I want to see what they wanted to do with the movie. I can't imagine a longer version of that. If it fills in things... <laughs> anyway, we'll have a conversation about the Predator uh, films when they make the Amityville Predator. Uh, Amityville Predator. <laughs> I'm not rolling that out. No. But... Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, there's... You could go go, go on the internet. Find your own movies. Why? why you, we always tell you what to watch. Why do you never bring anything to us? I need to check our email. They might be. But oh, God. Yeah. Damn. I need to figure out the password. <laughs> is, is it We're not, also bad at... Uh, is the, it not Amityville... Like, uh, what, what, what would the numbers be? Like, Amityville with like two sevens? It might be. LL. <laughs> I don't know. If anybody out there cracks the code on the email, well, how would they tell us? <sighs> huh. Yeah. All right. We're bad at podcasting. The Amityville Glass Onion. Here we go. The Amityville Glass Onion. Glass Onion was pretty good. I'm a big fan. It was. No, I want more the, of the this. first one is better, but this is good. I just, uh, oh, I'm just glad more. that this franchise oh, is alive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I completely yeah. agree. Completely agree. But if we could get that and the Fletch franchise to be steady, I need to watch that Fletch. Movie. So good. I started it, but it was like at ten o'clock at night, and I was had drunk a lot, and so it's like, oh yeah, I got like ten minutes into it. And I'm like, this is not the vibe. <laughs> no, no, no. You need to be able to yeah. Be present for it. Exactly. It's it. While it moves at a casual and you know lighthearted pace, it's a lot of oh, did you miss that? That's going to be important. Like mm-hmm. yeah, hide in plain sight bits. Sure. So. Anywho, there's lots of Christmas horror stuff out there. We're going to watch this one and see if it makes our annual nice list. It's a oh, 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 yeah, it's it's pretty cheap. We just finished Christmas. Oh God, Christmas. All right. We'll see you in a minute. That was enjoyable. Yeah, did not call that. No. Uh, thinking 47 minutes and an Amityville movie and a holiday movie, we we had steeled ourselves. The bar was low. Bar has always been low for a long time. Like, we are limbo champions at this point. But it did all the things we always say that these movies, the low-budget movies, should do. Just be funny, be memorable, be yeah. silly, embrace the stupid. Enjoy each moment as its own. Yeah, you might not have the best camera equipment. You might not have the best gear. You might not get the best-looking thing out of it. The lighting was... 
Interesting. Interesting. We'll call it good, but it yeah. was they were they were playing with colors. ideas. A lot of fun colors. A lot of fun colors. Um, yeah, I they they weren't trying to be David Fincher on this. They were. Here's, he does weird colors we too. He does <laughs> weird colors, but like they weren't like meticulously planning out shot yeah, to yeah, shot yeah, to blow yeah, no, no, no. They were just like, well, this is a nice angle. Okay, let's get the moment. Yeah. And it looked most importantly like they had fun making this. I had fun and watching it. Yeah, I it mean, carried over. Oddly enough, for forty-seven minutes, it does get a little soggy in like the second to third act. But 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 it's only forty-seven minutes. Forty-seven so it's minutes. Long. <laughs> they made it exactly as long as the stuff they had to tell us. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> Wally Griswold wins. Wally Griswold. Uh, he, he is a police officer who wins this mysterious prize to stay at a vacation house in Amityville. Yeah. Well, um, first, we see the back of who we will later learn is Samantha Swanson, the person that lives in a house in Amityville that keeps feeding uh, innocent or unsuspecting victims to the ghost within the house. Yeah. Uh, This is a house, 6666 Ocean Avenue, across the street from 112 Ocean Avenue. It's so good. Directly across the street. The guy, Wally, he shows, and Wally is played by Scott Rudzinski, the the director and co-writer. And he goes, like, he he gets, he, he packs a bag, goes to Amityville, and uh, we see like these big close-ups of the ha- of the Amityville house. And he's like, "Wow, wow! Mm-hmm. Look at there! Something evil is there. Something terrible must have happened there." And it's it's a drawing of the Amityville house. Not the decent one. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, but I, I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate the extra stuff. It's fine. It's fine. And uh, then he's like, he's looking. Something terrible must have happened there. Luckily, I'm staying over here. Mm-hmm. And it's that kind of humor throughout the yeah. entire film. Yeah, there's there's a lot of it's just silly yeah. and stupid. Like a lot of the gags are we know this gag, we know where it's going. It's still fun. Like it it's just the whole thing is just charming. Yeah, like the Wally is just a blithering idiot throughout mm-hmm. the entire thing. Never gets better about yeah. being a blithering idiot. He gets a uh, like he he so Samantha Swanson sends him this phony baloney uh, winning entry for a contest he didn't enter, and he points all of this out. And then that says, he never Screw entered it. a contest, doesn't remember it. That the winning entry showed up in an unmarked envelope, <laughs> and yet nope. Cool. I'm going to Amityville. And then he tells he explains this to his all this to his cat, and then packs his pajamas and his peanut butter and all the other stuff that he's gonna and need his for tree the trip. And his flip flops and Santa like two minutes, three minutes of packing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he goes to the Amityville or this the house across the street from the Amityville house. Which uh, have you noticed how often or how much a. Uh, Airbnbs are becoming a staple of horror movies lately. It's because they're a really frightening concept. Oh, it is. It's like inherently like bad things can happen in the situation, which I yeah. appreciate. I mean, scary hotels and motels have been a part of horror since, well, the Hotel Chelsea and actual incidents and Black Dolly and all that. Mm-hmm. Through Psycho, Motel Hell, you know. Yeah. Um, 
but now we're but I like that. But now it's, it's just it's modern. It's got a modern spin. To yeah. It. Now that hotel is just somebody's house. Yeah. Like we have yeah. taken away any sort of premise of accountability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That barbarian movie was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll talk about that on a different episode. But um, yeah, so he he also packs his nunchucks. Yeah. <laughs> So and none of this is Chekhov's gun type stuff. It's not no. Chekhov's nunchaku. Um, it's just let's it's keep just throwing silly. it all at the wall. It's just silly. And the entire time he's wearing a t-shirt that says "World's Best Police Officer" because mm-hmm. he's a cop. <laughs> and he sure uh, is. and uh, does he say it the line by himself, or does, does he say it when he's with uh, Samantha Swanson? Because he's like, he's like something of a hero cop, and he's like, oh, I didn't, I, I only did what any other uh, police officer would do. I used my training, my wits, and abused my power. <laughs> this will get a callback later. Yeah. So he gets in the house and. Strange things are afoot. Um, shadow moves behind him. Then he realizes. Then he get, winds up face to face with the ghost as he's eating a random cookie left out, mm-hmm. and realizes they were left in the common area. They probably belong to her, the other roommate at the Airbnb. And bit after bit after bit of him mistaking her for another roommate there instead of the actual ghost trying to murder him. Swanson, Smith Swanson did say there was somebody else there. Right. So there, there is that little bit of setup. But yeah, the whole time he's just be, he's like Inspector Clouseauing his way yeah. through the entire thing, and this is uh, uh, Jessica D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. So it, Beverly D'Angelo, but what's the Jessica? Do you think? It's the Jesse and the Wally. Well, I guess. Maybe. Well, Wally World. Wally World. So yeah, Wally Griswold. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, there were other track. there were other Christmas movie references all throughout, like the Twinkies oh, yeah. from the Friend. And, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh no! I was just trying to keep track. I, I couldn't figure that one out. So, uh, oh yeah, abuse my power. That's what he said to Swanson. And uh, oh yeah, and Wally hates Rick. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll get to Rick, Rick is later. another cop on the force. Uh, he's just glad Rick didn't win the prize because Rick's yeah. such a jerk. He is a jerk. Yeah, we'll talk about more. We'll talk more about Rick later. But yeah, so for like ten minutes, uh, it's kind of like the beginning of Beetlejuice with the Maitlands trying to scare the Dietzes out. But mm-hmm. it just no, uh, just not. Obli- no. He, he's seeing everything, but he's oblivious to the meaning. Yeah, he, uh, he like he. Uh, pulls back the shower curtain and the ghost is there ready to attack and he apologizes profusely he didn't realize somebody was in there explains in detail how to close the bathroom door a little bit better because the lock doesn't always catch Mm -hmm. and -hmm. just being a complete gentleman to this murderous ghost he is so nice this wallet until he finds the ghost in the kitchen with a bloody knife oh no you must have cut yourself here let me clean let let me clean the wound so that I can help you bandage it up Mm -hmm. and then they start becoming friends and they wind up going on a date out to the park 
and then the mall mm-hmm. where it's mainly just him with his arm around nobody because only he can see the ghost. Yeah. It's so, such a great character. Yeah. So there, it's just him on a tape with this but, invisible person for a couple minutes. And he keeps interacting with her in public. Like he's leaning on her. He's holding her hand. He's like <laughs> taking selfies with her with his arm around nothing. Mm-hmm. And it goes that must have been fun. Yeah. <laughs> But she realizes uh, she's now in a position where she doesn't want to kill this guy. No. And so she calls her caseworker. Play, uh, Zelda, played by Autumn Ivy, who it was amusing for me personally because I follow her on Tumblr. And I was like, mm-hmm. I know that neck tattoo. What the? <laughs> oh, you're on, you're in movies. Good for you, Autumn Ivy. That's yeah. awesome. And uh, she tries to uh, help uh, Jessica figure out how to consummate their relationship, and they just cycle through a bunch of movies like uh, Ghost and stuff. Yeah. Um, is there a machine that you have that can make a ghost corporeal for a moment? Is there a way that... What was that, Casper? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have any sort of psychic medium <laughs> that you can um, sculpt clay with? Yeah, that you can make out, use to make out and sculpt clay. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, uh, as we discussed, when you think back to the movie Ghost, really that scene is just Demi Moore and Whoopi Goldberg making out. Hardcore Licky style. Yeah. Mm. Where's the director's cut with that scene? (laughs) The director of that has gone some weird places over the years, so. Was it Jerry or David? I think it was David. Okay. They came back to comedy, though, didn't they? Um, or he did. The other one never left. The other one never left, and I don't remember which one did the Kelsey Grammer right-wing Christmas Carol. No. Yeah. Um, it's apparently all about how great capitalism actually is and that Scrooge was kind of right. Oh, man. So this is like uh, like equally red-pilly, but the complete opposite end of the spectrum of uh, Kirk Cameron Saves Christmas. Yeah. Actually, he doesn't save. I always, I always say that wrong. It, it, the Kirk Cameron special, he is not saving Christmas. No, it's he's like, sitting in a car with a yeah. guy who doesn't believe it's in amazing. capitalism. Oh no, he doesn't believe in the Christmas we all celebrate, yeah. except for the capitalism is actually the most important part of Christmas. Yeah. And this is legitimately what Kirk Cameron believes is that we need to get. purchasing power back into Christmas and get rid of the lights and the trees. I mean, I know it's the name of it is Kurt Cameron Saving Christmas. Oh, yeah. I thought it it wasn't. I I forgot that it is actually Kurt Cameron Saving Christmas. It's... it's, Most uh, of the movie is him and this other guy sitting in the car. Oh, no, I watched it. Oh, I know. We we showed it at Mondo. Too much... uh, Consternation? Yeah, that's a good word for it. No, I did it... No, years ago I did a triple feature... was uh, X Saves Christmas. So it oh. was uh, Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas. Elva, El- Elmo Saves Christmas. Right. And then the most important and greatest, Ernest, Ernest Saves Christmas. Which is referenced in this movie uh, as he's driving out to the B&B. Uh, he's singing, Oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree. Just like Ernest in the beginning of Saves. Um, Ernest. Oh, he's so good. I love Ernest. Yeah. You know, Ernest Saves Christmas is the only Ernest movie with Vern. Yeah. 
It's the only one where Vern interacts. Like, Vern is mentioned in other ones, but... Well, it's like, and Ernest directly addresses him as right. well. It's, like, yeah. he's, I think he might be referenced, but, like, not the usual, like, oh, we're looking at the POV of Vern. Right. No, that's literally, yeah, the... Uh, the pull, <laughs> pulling the electric cord yep. out of the wall. Yep, 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 yep. yep. <laughs> we're going to help you out here, Vern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, I love those movies. So I actually good. started again. You know, we record these ahead of time. Uh, New Year's ahead of Eve. Time. <laughs> well, yeah, pre-recorded in front of a live studio audience. That's right. There's an audience here, and they hate us. <sighs> React, people. We should probably do. mic the audience. We should mic the audience. Yeah. Or take off their gags. Ooh. <laughs> we have to get them through the movie somehow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I started New Year's Eve. Didn't do much. Like went out for a little bit, and then was back home by like one, mm. and put on Ernest Goes to Jail to yeah. kick off this year in style. Yes, yes. What is the name of the evil Ernest in that one? Oh God! Oh, my brain went to the name of the villain in this for a moment. Uh, no, it's um, Nash. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, like, I know it's there. Now, my brain started going to Creighton Duke, but Creighton yeah. Duke was the bounty hunter in Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah. In this, we get Cre- there is, yeah, Creighton Spook is called in. Um, Samantha is very annoyed that uh, Jessica is not finishing the job, and so she immediately says, we need to get rid of the ghost. If she's not going to kill anybody, I'm not scared of the ghost, so let's get rid of the ghost. Right. And so she hires Creighton Spook. Yeah. Who doesn't look like Creighton Duke from the movie. He white. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, Jason goes to hell, it was Captain Fuller from 21 Jump Street. Or uh, Mr. X from the X-Files. That's right. Yep. Or uh, Troopers uh, something in Mount. Where were they? In Blues Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Troopers something in Mount. Mm Mm-hmm. I forget if it was Mount. I broke my watch. <laughs> yeah, uh, Stephen Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen Williams. We love him so much. So He's still kicking around and stuff. Nice. He's kind of, like, adorably old. Okay. Like, the last couple of times I saw him on Supernatural, it was just like, oh. That's right. Yeah, yeah. he's, like, part of, like, like Bobby's pseudo-drinking buddy. He's yeah. pretty funny on that, but... Mm. Stephen Williams. Um, but yeah, so everything's going great for Wally and Jessica, except, you know, Wally makes it awkward by quoting Batman Returns when they almost kiss under the mistletoe. And then Jessica tries to talk, Jessica talks to Zelda, her caseworker, uh, about how to do, how to make out with people. And then Creighton Spook tricks her into just a dog cage. Yeah. That's it. He just, he had interviewed Wally. Uh, he showed up to the house, was asking rando questions while clearly holding a tape recorder right in front of his face. Yeah. Um, and then... Presents his business card with at least one, if not several, misspellings. Yeah. And, uh, like a poultrygeist or, yeah. It's poltergeist, P-O-U-L-T-E-R. Yeah. No. No, but poultrygeist is a fine, fine film. I think it's... I forget if I've seen that one. Yeah, trauma musical. It's in the fast food restaurant, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. That was at Mondo. Wait, no. No, was, we didn't do it at Mondo. It was class of, the new class of Newcomb High. We yeah. did a special presentation because yeah. some friends of ours worked on the yeah. most recent ones. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. to meet Lloyd. I got to meet Lloyd Kaufman at Mondo. Yeah, <laughs> it was exactly. A, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, 
I was happy. Okay. What? I love Uncle you Lord. Said, you just said meh. I didn't say meh. Oh, I said yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh no, we. I. I. I, I was super happy to get Lloyd Kaufman there. Yeah. We've had Lloyd Kaufman. We've had Conrad Brooks. We've had uh, Conrad Brooks. Uh, Plan Nine from Outer Space. Jangel. Yeah. Um. Anywho. Yeah. But no, Lloyd Kaufman's a sweetheart. Yeah, no, that's why I was confused. That's yeah, why I no, reacted the way I reacted. No, yeah. I thought you said, my bad, my bad. No. I'm sorry. Um, so Jessica gets kidnapped, and uh, Wally, in his desperation, turns to Rick. Mm-hmm. We, see, we meet Rick in Medius Res, unwrapping and eating a Twinkie. Mm-hmm. And really, really loving that Twinkie. Yeah. I miss Twinkies. Um, and watching TV's Coach. He loves Coach. He loves Coach. And I don't understand why we're making fun of people who love Coach. That show wasn't terrible. I just thought it was such an odd choice. Mm. And I laughed hard while you were like, why are we picking on Coach? And I don't think we were picking on Coach. I was just not (laughs) expecting that. That's fair. That's I think, fair. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't have to be mean spirited to be a good misdirect. That's, you're not wrong. You're not there's, wrong. There's a lot of gags in this where it's just like, oh, this is just silly. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So um, Rick is, according to Rick, really busy and surrounded by all of his friends and family who are totally not made up. Yep. He says this. <laughs> They are um, made up. But he does find the time to get the information by letting the captain know that all of this is, you know, super important. And that if there's anything else he can do. But no, Rick, I've taken you away from your family too long. Aww. And the look on Rick's face is just so heartbroken as Wally is just telling him so sweetly, no, no, no. Be with your friends. Be with your family. Be with your loved ones. I've taken too much Christmas away from you. And Rick just looks more and more broken the whole time. <laughs> He's sitting in a leather jacket and has his, like, he's in his house, sitting with a leather jacket and his badge around his neck. Uh-huh. And then he just, you know, mournfully goes to unwrap another Twinkie. Yeah. The longing he's, the longing he has for this next Twinkie is drawn out. There's going to be, like, I mean, a lot of emotions are going to be uh, ingested with that Twinkie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Poor besting. But anyway, so Wally finds Creighton Duke's house, and uh, oh, also he calls up, he does an emergency consultation with Professor Philip Vincent Mm -hmm. uh, about, you know. Which I'm guessing was a half step from Peter Vincent. That's what I was assuming, yeah. yeah. Uh, Can a man love a ghost? I like that both uh, this guy, the Philip Vincent, and uh, Zelda both ask, male ghost or female ghost? What does that matter? Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't. Just this. Um, she uses she her pronouns, but I don't know how yeah. genders work. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. No, that literally was good. just yeah. I hate that I liked this movie. <laughs> so, I know I don't hate it. I'm just I'm confused by liking one of these yeah. movies again. Like it just was. There was no point where like uh, okay you lost us. Yeah. Or, no. Gird that like it was just completely Fun. sweet and likable the entire time. Yeah. Um, We're confused, too. It's like watching 
an, a strong, you know, a fun hobby effort from friends of yours, except you don't know these people. It's just, but it's got that same kind of charm. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Okay. I'm actually so, going to say, I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop with the plot here because there's not much more to the movie, but leave at least a little surprise or two because the here is, is a freaking, ra- here's a freaking rarity. You should a watch A Christmas this. miracle. Resale value, strong. Yeah. I, I would buy, I would buy this Amityville house. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah we I, I plan to visit it on the holidays. Yeah. You should, it's on Tubi right now. It's 47 minutes. You guys should just watch it. I don't. The ending is nothing short of amazing. Like, it I, is a thing that happens, and not only were we did we fall off of the couch, we just started screaming with yeah. joy and confusion and mm-hmm. hilarity. When it came up to say, do you want to skip credits, we hit no. Yeah, no. We watched all those credits. And, and there weren't a lot of them, and, and, but we and, stuck with it. And there's a post credit scene, and I was worried that the post credit scene would negate it. It did not. It yeah. doubled down on it. Yeah. Wow. We liked liked. We liked liked. We like like this movie. An Amity, like an Amityville movie. What can I mean we we've enjoyed some of the post studio films more than others, but I don't think we've liked one since they left the studio. I think this is the most since the since like the remake was the last, like that was the the breaking point on yeah. all, the floodgates, or the whatever. Well, that the that Jason Lee one? That that was interesting. Yeah. yeah, that was interesting, but I wouldn't say we liked it. No, even no. I mean, there have been studio involved ones since then, but yeah. But now this is this is the most I think we've liked one of these maybe since two. No, two is the top. Two is still the best one. Two is the best, but like the point is, we really liked this. Yeah, really. Tom's flipping through um, the pages upon pages of previous Amityvilles, and these aren't even all of them because that ran out of room on the old legal pad. Oh, gotcha. I do like tiny. This is uh, this is everything from Amityville Witches on, and I also don't. I only use one side of the page because I hate the earth. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. I don't know what to do with myself. Like it's. it's yeah. I feel like I mean we usually get a lot more talking. Well, there are things we want to make fun of. There's and like a order. good ten minutes left of the movie that we, honest to God, don't want to spoil. Yeah, and it's not. Because it's, it's not high it's, art. It's, it's not, you know. Minutes. No, it's just fun. But it's just like we've we've oh definitely God, we've said had, a couple of the good gags oh already. No, it's uh, do we have Stockholm syndrome? Maybe, but that's you know. I know you're fishing for that diehard quote. Oh no, I know oh, it. Yeah. I'm just using the actual. I, 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 yeah, I gotcha. forewent yeah. it and used the actual mm-hmm. term. Helsinki. That's in Hel- Helsinki, as in Helsinki, Sweden, mm-hmm. Finland. <laughs> The irony being that Stockholm is in Sweden. Yeah. So. Right? It's not. But yeah, this movie. Yeah, we like it. 
And next week we've got another one. Uh, I think next week there are a couple God, that we have to try and track we're doing down. Thanksgiving next, I'm going to scream. It might be, but we don't have to because, again, the release date says they are on IMDb Stockholm versus Sweet. when they're actually released is kind of a nebulous thing. So yeah. we've got some more research to do, including where to track down a couple of these that are. The claim is they're released. They yeah. have release dates from earlier this year, but no actual DVD streaming service. Their websites maybe still say coming soon. Mm. Like they set a release date and then it passed and they never actually put the thing out. Let's see. What's, so, what's Tubi got that we haven't seen? Um, I know Tubi has Thanksgiving on here. Okay. Somewhere. Right. Uh, so. Curse is one we have not seen. Curse? The Amityville Curse? No, that's that documentary we keep forgetting. Well, there's that, but there is one. No, we've seen Am- this one. We've seen this. Okay, this one we've seen. There's another one called, I think, Amityville: The Curse, not the Amityville Curse. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know. It's there's a spreadsheet. Two documentaries. Yeah, that's and there's what I one that says documentary in its description, but then I was reading the write up, and, and it doesn't sound like a documentary. It sounds like a found footage mockumentary. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. We're gonna have to do our research. Yeah. But so you don't have there, to. There, there's at least I think we have four more that are available. Or four to seven. At least four to seven more, depending on if they're actually out or not. <laughs> don't worry, because unreleased there is still a list of potentially up to 30 more dear god at least five of those are going to be Polonia none of them scheduled are Polonia I know but you know what I mean right I'm saying that would be on top of those numbers oh yeah well some of them are just not going to actually happen I've even started flagging some of them that I'm pretty sure are just dead in the water but yeah so either it's probably either going to be Thanksgiving or Scarecrow 2 next week which God, Scarecrow 2. Yeah. Scarecrow 2. I had so many unanswered questions. I like, mean, why honestly, are we doing this? Yeah, but not for, but they weren't for good reasons. No, no. <laughs> and I don't remember what they are, so maybe it. it well, it's the accents. Right. Are confusing, and the. Where is this Amityville? Is this Amityville in America or England? Mm hmm. It was confusing. Yeah. Like, it's not Amityshire. It's not Amityburg. But they keep calling it a caravan park. Yeah. It's not a trailer park. Yeah. It doesn't... Anyway, that doesn't matter. That's another movie. That's another movie. So right. we'll we'll let you we'll gripe about that when we get yeah, to no, it. We're ending um, happy. Amityville Christmas Vacation, forty seven minutes for free on Tubi. Go watch that now. It we hit. This is the first time I really think in God knows how long we've actually said maybe you should. No, we're saying like definitely check this one Go out. Watch it. It's silly. It's sweet. It's a cute, cute. Uh, yay. And Santa shows up. Santa's a secret. Okay, my bad. There might be children listening to this. Oh, okay. We don't want children to know that Santa exists. Not for sure. It needs to be a mystery. (laughs) If adults openly talk about Santa being real, then they can't argue about it at school. That's fair. That's fair. So happy I'm an adult. Eh... You know, overall. Okay, I'm not happy in general, but I'm. I would prefer to stay an adult than to be a kid. 
we have our own money and our own shelves for our toys. Yeah. Okay, I'm into it. Right? Yeah. Same. I can watch an artist movie at midnight. Yeah. I mean... All right, I'm back with you. All right, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Patrick says, I can watch an Ernest movie at midnight, as opposed to, I'm watching an Ernest movie tonight at midnight. <laughs> well, now that I'm reminded <laughs> of the potential. <laughs> Too early in the season for camp. Yeah. Uh, Ernest goes to Africa. I watched that got like two months ago. Yeah. Uh, I did Africa and I did uh, Scared Jail. Did you do Scared Stupid for Halloween? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, Christmas. What about Christmas? Watch it for Christmas. Oh, my yeah. bad. My bad. I guess, I mean, Slam Dunkin' is not good. It, it's really a rough one. I've never seen it. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, he gets magic shoes to make him decent at basketball. Look, I know a dog can play basketball. There's yeah. nothing in the rule book There's saying that There's nothing in the can't. rule book that says he can't play basketball. But magic shoes, it's... M- magic shoes. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know, just a scaled-down version of that scene from the original uh, Absent-Minded Professor mm. with the flubber shoe basketball yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's but not great. Ernest Goes to School, I want to watch again, but only as a double feature with uh, Batman Forever, because the Chris entire... O'Donnell? What? Is Chris O'Donnell in it? No, because oh. the entire Riddler origin sequence from Batman Forever was pretty much lifted from Ernest Goes to School. Dear God. <laughs> I stand by this. Okay. <laughs> Ernest Goes to School came out well before... Batman Forever, mm-hmm. and not just like the logic of the origin, but in a lot of shots, it's just like you didn't think anyone would know. You honestly didn't and, think anyone and, would. Their defense, right? But that doesn't mean it's. Oh, it's still right. It's still wrong. Yeah, crime doesn't pay. Mm-hmm. So kiss bumper booger lips Schumacher. I still sort of like Batman Forever. No. No? No. I watched it like a year ago, and I was very pleasantly... You know, honestly, live-action-wise, Val Kilmer's Batman in that movie is closer to Batman the Animated Series than almost any other Batman. Because mm-hmm. he's doing all the legit Batman stuff, but he, it's also kind of silly. Yeah. <laughs> I just... And also John Favreau's in the movie. He is in the background as like one of uh, one of like uh, Bruce Wayne's entourage at Wayne at Wayne Tech. Okay, so Weird. it's like wow, that John Favreau has a type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, like that's sort of like Drew Barrymore being just one of the rando hench girls in uh, Batman and Robin. I don't even think she has a line, but Drew no, Barrymore. No, fair, f- uh, no, it's forever, and she has a few lines. She has a few lines. Yeah, yeah, she's the it's it her, sugar and spice. Yeah, it's her. It's Drew Barrymore and Debbie Mazar. Damn. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's been a few. Years. I made you a ooey gooey lemon souffle or something like the right. little baby quail eggs. And, right, right. And it was kind of funny because it's like, oh, this is like a year after uh, Drew Barrymore and Chris O'Donnell did Mad Love, which no one would have put it together because no one's ever seen that movie. No. It's I knew it existed, but... Yeah. yeah. No, it's up there with uh, uh, people being able to say uh, that the big line from the Morbius film is, it's Morbin time, mm-hmm. because no one has seen the movie, and so nobody can contradict them. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm still tempted. Like, is it still on Netflix? Morbius? Yeah. Probably. 
It's one of those. It's, it's like, I, oh my I, god! I want More to watch it realized. before we lose it for free. You know, I just, like Morbius. They got what three theatrical releases? Yeah, yeah. One of which was because it was popular on Netflix. Right. Is Morbius the Kevin McCarthy of the Marvel Universe? No. Oh, right. It only took three releases for people to start looking at it. Well, that's the joke at Kevin McCarthy's expense. The joke, but the uh, the con- concomitant joke at Morbius's expense is that Kevin McCarthy did end up becoming Speaker of the House. Morbius is still not a hit. Fair. <laughs> Buddy cop movie? It's like, Morbius it's, and Kevin McCarthy, buddy cops. Oh, boy. They're both bloodsuckers. <laughs> There's potential. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny because it's like Kevin McCarthy, it's, uh, you know, he's a great example of those situations where uh, you look at it as like, man, that guy wanted to be speaker, wanted whatever in the worst way, and that's how he got it. Mm-hmm. Nic- it could have been argued that Nicolas Cage wanted to be in a superhero movie in the worst way, but he did it, and it was great almost every time. Right. Between, like, the uh, the kick-ass and both Ghost Riders. Mm-hmm. Whereas Kevin McCarthy was just shy of turning into Sean Young dressing up as Catwoman on Letterman. <laughs> That, that is the same a, level of thirst. That is yeah. the same level of thirst. Yeah. That was not the way to get a role. No. No. God bless her. Yeah. <laughs> that was so weird. There are people that don't know about that. We as a podcast like yeah. to share these tidbits. And yeah, maybe we are running a little bit long after we've long since finished covering the movie. Yeah, it was a it short was, movie. It was a short movie. No, get YouTube, Sean Young, Catwoman, and you will see she would just... I mean, I, you can't say she crashed talk shows, but she would make these very last minute appearances on them in a Catwoman outfit trying to talk Tim Burton into casting her as Catwoman. Yeah, and Tim Burton was not a guest. She was just going on these talk shows hoping that he was tuning in that night. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was an odd angle. It was... It was... And... I mean, you can't... And and it's still not as embarrassing a performance in a Catwoman costume as the movie Catwoman. I mean, who do you blame for that movie? Everyone. That is what Halle Berry did in her Razzie acceptance speech. Yeah. You know, she actually accepted it in person. the first time anybody has actually done it in person, acceptance. Plus, she... But she has also the distinction, I believe, being the first person to win the Razzie and the Oscar for Best Actress slash Worst Actress in the same year because it was Catwoman and Monsters Ball, I believe. Oh, shit. At the same year. I believe it was the same year. If I'm wrong about that, uh, hey, we have an email address and we will get to it someday. You know... Just keep sending them. Yeah. We, we, we're we happy that you are, even if we don't know what you're saying. Um, that's crazy. I've got it on a post-it note somewhere. I moved. Fuck. Batman it's Returns. It's still on a post-it note somewhere. Batman Returns. Christmas superhero movie. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, there's only Batman brings it all back. They reference Batman Returns in this. They do. I think there's only, like, two. There's, like, Batman Returns and Iron Man 3 because Iron Shane Man Black, 3 is yeah. Shane Black. Has there been a third Christmas superhero movie? Oh, I mean, arguably the Guardian special. Yeah, arguably. That was a special. It was a special, though. 
But it was a special that was longer than this Christmas movie. Uh, probably. Yeah, it was just shy of an hour. Yeah, I, I still haven't watched it yet. It's delightful. No, I, I just I just keep forgetting to do it. Yeah. It was snowing in Spider Verse, but I don't. But it wasn't Not Christmas. But it wasn't Christmas. Yeah. That was kind of weird. He's like supposedly like. Was there Why was there snow in the cemetery, but not anywhere else in New York? Uh, because the rest of New York has heated ground and sidewalks so that the snow melts and doesn't get to be as much of a problem. Like, there's snow upstate at Alchemax, but, like, when he's walking to school, there is no snow. I mean, they just they do clear the sidewalks very well in New York. But he's not even wearing a coat. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like. I it. can only go so far. I was just. I, I never, I know, I never noticed that before. It's just like, you know, for the first, uh, like he's wearing a jacket, but everyone's like dressed very lightly in that movie. We live on the East Coast. That happens. <laughs> I mean, today it's absolutely like bundle up weather out there. But, like, Two days ago it was shorts and t-shirts. But like they crash into a snowman. <laughs> there was a New Year's Eve, I remember, from back, oh, like 20-some years ago. It had, like, there had been a snowstorm on the 20th, 29th. Snow was still thick on the ground, and by New Year's Eve, it was shorts and t-shirt weather because the party I went to, we were in shorts and t-shirts having a snowball fight on the front lawn. Fair. So, I'm just saying, weather be crazy. Yeah. Still weird though. Oh, it's, weird. it's very weird. I'm not defending it. No, I'm actually a little frightened of it. I'm just a little. They don't want there to be any flaws in Spider Verse. There isn't. It's an accurate portrayal of the crazy, crazy weather in New York, and/or the East Coast. Fair. That's all we need. All right. They, you, you've had enough. You've had enough. Get out. And Merry Christmas. If you want to interact with us online, you can check us out on Instagram or Twitter at Amityville Show, or you can send us an email at podcastamityville at gmail.com. <laughs>